the Fordham Focus, a look at sports from the Rams' perspective. Join us when we talk with an alum or current athletic figure about the world of sports, Fordham style, right here on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Welcome back to One on One, New York's longest-running sports call-in show. I am Alex Smith, and right now I am joined live in studio by Fordham University's new athletic director, David Roach. David, we thought you were going to be calling in, but you surprised us, came over to the studios. It's a pleasant surprise. How are you today? Well, Alex, when I realized I was right across the street, I figured it would be easier to walk over. It's a beautiful day instead of sitting in the office and being on the phone. So I found you down here in Keating, and here I am. It's great to be here. All right. Well, we're very happy that you could come down and talk to us. Now, your first full day was October 15th, so not even a full week here yet at Fordham. But how have maybe your expectations of Fordham matched up with the realities to this point? Well, as I've been saying, everybody, I mean, I started on Monday, and it's been like drinking from a, a fire hose. Uh, but it's been terrific, and once I decided to do this and was excited to do it, and I started telling people I was coming to Fordham, they kept saying, it's a terrific place, and the people are just outstanding. And it's been everything uh, that they've said, and then some. So I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I'm really, really happy to be here, and everybody has just been terrific welcoming and helping me out because... Uh, you know, I, I got lost going from the fitness center to my locker after working out one day, but I'll get there. Now, it was a busy night for Fordham Sports last night. There was two soccer games, both men's and women's. There was also a volleyball game. I saw you tweeting about all those games. What was it like to watch your teams in action? Well, the fun part about this job is going to games and watching student-athletes perform and do what they love to do. Uh, as I always say, you know, as a director of athletics, there's enough to do, and you can stay in the office all day long and all night long or whatever, but if you don't get out and see what the students are doing and the coaches, it really doesn't give the job much meaning. So for me, the the fun part and the part I love is going to games. And I'll sometimes, because I used to coach, uh, when I can, I even like to get there early, walk around, and kind of get the, the pregame jitters, uh, so to speak. Uh, but I, I just love watching student-athletes play, and it was great last night to watch both soccer games and volleyball and go back and forth with everything being so close. Now, we want to remind the listeners out there that the phone lines are open. Give us a call at 718-365-9070 if you have any questions for Fordham Athletic Director David Roach. Now, David, I also know that you've had a chance to sit down and meet with a few of the teams to this point. What were those meetings like, and what did you say to the student-athletes? Well, my plan for the first 100 days, so to speak, is to meet with every staff member in the department. And I've started meeting with the head coach and coaches and some of the senior-level administrators and those meetings have gone anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And then I want to spend five minutes right away to meet with every team. And I usually just go in and introduce myself, talk a little bit about uh, our philosophy, what it's going to be uh, for Fordham Athletics. And, you know, you were at the press conference and you've heard me. And our mantra will always be the student-athlete comes first. And we will do everything possible within our means uh, and then some to give our student-athletes a great experience. Then I just take a little bit of time to talk a little bit about integrity, character, and class and explain that. And then I just wrap up by saying, you know, I look forward to watching them compete and come out and see them. And at any time when they see me on campus, uh, you know, there's almost 600 of them come up, uh, say hello, give me their name again, tell me which team and uh, where they're from and what their major is, and we'll get to know each other. Now, you were quoted in the RAM. I believe it was from your press conference. You said, we have to get our student body and our community really excited about our sports. 
In your opinion, what has to be done here for that to happen? Well, I went to Ramtown. Yeah, I saw you at Ramtown. Last Friday night, and I thought that was a great example of when you promote something, uh, making an event, students will come out and get excited. It uh, starts a little bit with the product we put on the court, the pool, the field, whatever. Uh, so we've got to do that part. But we also have to have our students understand, and I say this to our student-athletes too, that everybody's a part of the team. And it's a team effort. And we need the students to support our student-athletes to make it to where, as example, in, in basketball, uh, Rose Hill Gym, we want to make it a place where no one wants to come to play. Uh, but we've got to get out. Uh, we've got to promote what we're doing, uh, and we've got to have it so people really want to come and support us. Now, I, again, the phone lines are open, 718-365-9070, if you have any questions for Fordham Athletic Director David Roach. Uh, we do have some questions from emailers that people emailed into us. Here's one from Jay from the class of 92. He says, on many occasions, Father McShane likes to compare Fordham to the likes of Boston College, Georgetown, and Notre Dame. Athletically speaking, who would you compare Fordham to, and more importantly, um, what program would, or what would you like to see our athletic program aspire to be like? I guess I really wouldn't compare us to anybody, and we want to be Fordham, and we want to get to the point where people talk about Fordham and Fordham athletics the way they talked about the schools that you just named, and we're in the Atlantic 10. We want to strive to be extremely competitive, win our share of titles, and always be in contention to do great things. So we want people to think of us as Fordham, uh, not the, the southern branch of Boston College or somebody else. Now, another question. This is, again, from the email. This is from Bill from the class of 1971. He says, first of all, congratulations and welcome to Fordham. I hope that Fordham is committed both philosophically and financially to being competitive in the A-10. What investments does Fordham need to make to enhance its success, particularly in basketball, its marquee sport? Well, one of the things that I've been doing this week in meeting with the coaches and meeting with the entire staff is really kind of looking at everything that we have, sitting down with people and saying, what do we need? When what do we need to to be successful. I think the the beginning of the foundation is there and that probably in a month I will kind of lay out a plan of some of the other things uh, that we need. And some of the things that we need right away might be considered small things, uh, but they make a difference. But I think the initial resources, uh, especially financially, are there to be successful in the Atlantic 10 and in particular, you know, both basketball programs and the football program in the Patriot League. And you know, I'm certainly been around long enough to know that at the end of the day, we're going to be judged by the high-profile pro- programs, and we're going to do everything within our means. And a lot of that is going out and meeting people and raising money. Uh, when we look at what we need to do, we're not going to have excuses. We're not going to say you can't get it done. And if it's financial resources, we're going to go to people and say, we want you on the team. We want you part of the program. We're going to do great things for student-athletes, so please donate to our programs. Now, you mentioned that there was big things and small things. You said the small things may already, you know, be in place. What what kind of things are you talking about there? Well, I think that, you know, when you look at what we've done with men's basketball offices, I mean, that's a step up. Uh, you know, and that might be a little thing, but in the eyes of a recruit who walks in, it's a bigger thing and it's a first impression thing. So I think there's some of those that have been done. Uh, I also think that, you know, financially uh, the university has stepped up and done some things budgeting uh, to where we could do the things that are necessary to attract recruits and to make our student-athletes, I don't necessarily want to say feel special, 
but know that they're really appreciated and we're doing things so they can compete and be successful. Now, because Fordham is located in New York, we have the opportunity to play basketball games in Madison Square Garden and now the brand new Barclays Center. But we can't forget about the Rose Hill Gym either. So when Fordham has big-name opponents on the schedule, do you think you would prefer to have them come in to play in a tough environment like the Rose Hill Gym, or would you prefer that big stage of Madison Square Garden or the Barclays Center? I'd rather have them here on campus. You know, and it, it's a... It's a tough thing sometimes to get someone to come here, especially when you're playing pretty well and it's mm-hmm. a tough place to play. But I think you got to get it going that way. And then once you have it going, then you can pick and choose some opponents to go to the Barclays Center, Mar- Madison Square Garden, where you're going to get a great crowd. And that great crowd will be rooting for us because we're from New York. Uh, but you've got to really get it going first before you do that. Now we have another email or question. This is from James in Philadelphia. He says, as a lifelong Fordham fan, I think that two of the athletic department's great shortcomings are the outdated Rose Hill Gym and the lack of men's and women's D1 lacrosse. I know that a new arena and properly funding two lacrosse programs would be very expensive, but I understand that you've had a great success as a fundraiser, and I think both ideas would be very popular with students and alumni. Would you agree that these are priorities? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to say the Rose Hill Gym... uh, doesn't help us. I think we want to promote it as a, a great place to play. You know, I look at Duke and Cameron Indoor Stadium. It might be the smallest one in the ACC and mm-hmm. the oldest, but no one seems to complain about it. And we're going to make Rose Hill Gym the best that it can be and really give ourselves an advantage in there. Uh, in terms of lacrosse, you know, I've been here a week. <laughs> and before we would ever even think about adding any sports probably even during my lifetime, I would want to make sure that we have the resources necessary for the ones that we have. There's a book, great book called Built to Last uh, by Jim Collins, and it talks about successful companies. And the companies that stayed successful were the ones that stayed with their niche and did their niche really well and didn't expand. And I think right now we got to focus on our current programs, our current student-athletes and coaches, and do a great job of that. Now, speaking of our, our current teams that we have right now, another email or question. This is from Richard from the class of 1982. He says, given the tremendous publicity the football team received after their good showing against the University of Cincinnati, are other FBS games in the work? Is that a part of the long-term strategy for scheduling? Yeah, first of all, I don't believe in moral victories. And when we go out and play a Cincinnati or a Temple next year, we're going to win. Uh, but part of our strategy, and I sat down with uh, Coach Moorhead the other day, and I think he's a terrific coach. He's going to do some great things here. We'll play an FBS school every year. Now, we'll make sure that we pick somebody who we think, you know, works for us, uh, whether that's uh, a regional opponent. You know, next year we're going down to play Temple. And it's not a big secret. When you play an FBS school, you get a very good guarantee. Uh, We'll be going by bus. Uh, We'll have a lot of money left over that we could use in the program and in athletics. That's a win-win for everybody. And we want to get to the point where we could play – FBS school and be very competitive. And to go to Cincinnati last week, we were extremely competitive. We were tough at the half, and and you want to be able to do things like that. Uh, We've got Army on the schedule down the road, and we also have Navy. But I think it's something that recruits like and they want to see happen. Now, something that I asked you about at the press conference, but I want to talk to you about again today, is a TV deal for Fordham, especially with a big market like New York, New York City. Uh, How much of a priority do you think is a, is a TV deal and getting a TV deal for Fordham. Well, when you look at Atlantic 10 basketball, we don't have to worry anymore. Right. 
because in 2013 and 14, the Atlantic 10 is going to have 140-plus men's basketball games on TV. The exposure will be tremendous, and you really can't put a dollar value on that exposure and how great it will be uh, for our program and our recruiting and what we want to do. Um, and as you move along, that will expand to some other sports, uh, women's basketball beyond. Hopefully that could expand too. We might take a look at doing some things uh, in women's basketball and maybe football uh, with uh, some other possibilities. I, I always use the example of UConn women's basketball. UConn women's basketball, when they were getting started, were on Connecticut Public TV. And some people said, well, why would you do that? You're going to take away from your fans going to the game. Mm -hmm. Well, because they were on Connecticut Public TV, they built an unbelievable fan base. And those people wanted to go to games. And my two parents were an example of that. They were not necessarily big sports people other than watching me compete in swimming. They started watching Connecticut women's basketball on public TV, and they wanted to go to the games. And I bought them season tickets. And from my mom uh, passed away at uh, 87, started going to games when she was about 72 and went for uh, 14 straight years. Now, another question that I have is, you've been the athletic director at Brown and Colgate, two very good schools, two very prestigious academic institutions. How do you strike a balance between athletics and academics? I mean, it's really easy. And the student who wants to excel academically is driven, organized, and someone who wants to excel in everything that they do. So it's a great person to bring to campus because they're going to want to be successful in both. And academics and athletics can coexist, uh, and we see it all the time. And, you know, and when I coached at Brown, first started coaching, uh, took over a program that was weak, hadn't had a lot of success. And I said to my student-athletes, look, if Stanford can have the best swimming team in the country, and it's a great school, Brown can work just as hard and be just as successful. And we're not going to say just because we have great academics, we can't excel athletically, and you can have both. And you want to recruit people who really want both. And I think we've got something great here at Fordham to sell. Now, just going off of that, you talked about integrity when you talked to the teams, when you met with them. What do you expect from your players? What kind of student-athletes? I know you just kind of hit it on it a little bit, but what, kind, what, kind, what, what do you expect from the student-athletes that come into Fordham? Well, you, you've heard me say it, and I always talk about integrity, character, and class. Mm -hmm. Integrity, we're going to go by all the rules. We're not going to pick and choose, and we're going to hold our coaches and our student-athletes accountable. And really the, the word that I try and focus on even more with them is character. And how do you want to be perceived? How do you want to be perceived as an individual? How do you want people to think about you? How do you want to be perceived as a Fordham student-athlete, whatever the sport happens to be? Uh, what do you want people to think about you? And this day and age, it's kind of easy to, you know, as I say, you know, be a jerk. Uh, and it takes somebody, a cut above to say, I'm not going to stoop down to that. I'm going to be someone uh, with character and with class. And we want, when we walk around campus, people to have nothing but great thoughts about our student athletes and what we're like on a daily basis in the classroom, in the dorm, on the field to play. Um, and you, you really don't get many opportunities to let people judge you. And when you do, you want it to be a, a, a great thing for you. 
Again, listeners out there, please give us a call, 718-365-9070. We still have time for another viewer question, if you can get it in. Uh, Talking with Fordham New Athletic Director David Roach. Uh, David, I wanted to ask you about your relationship with Frank McLaughlin, because he's been the athletic director here for so many years. He's still working with the program. Um, How similar or maybe how different are your your mindsets and your attitudes towards athletics? Frank and I are really good friends. And I was saying something the other day that whenever I used to go to the Patriot League athletic directors meetings for football and Frank would come and if we were going to play golf the day before, I would say to the commissioner of the Patriot League, I'm going to play golf, but if I can't play with Frank McLaughlin, I'm not playing. Uh, Because Frank is a great guy to be around. Uh, He's a lot of fun. I really enjoy him. Uh, Personality-wise, we're probably different. And that's maybe that's why we get along. Everybody has their own way of doing things, and I've said this to the staff. Uh, neither way is right, wrong, or indifferent, uh, and I work within my own personality. I think Frank will be a tremendous asset to us because he knows everybody. And we uh, there's a guy at UConn called D. Rowe. He used to coach basketball. D. Rowe is known as the ambassador for UConn athletics. He's not the athletic director. He's, he's the ambassador. And I look at Frank as the D. Rowe or the ambassador for Fordham Athletics. Now, this is my last question for you. Uh, I know you've only been here five days, or less than a week. Looking at your staff from top to bottom, administrators, coaches, what's your general idea of it right now, of how your staff is put together? I think they're great people. Um, if you've read the book, Good to Great, uh, another book by Jim Collins, and I'm not trying to sell books for Jim Collins today, uh, but Jim Co- Collins talks a lot about having a passion for what you do, and having the right people on the bus to drive the mission or decide where you want to go. And right now I'm meeting with everybody. Uh, We're going to make sure that we have all the right people on the bus, but more importantly, we're going to make sure they have a passion. And I get up every day, and I can't wait to get here to work with Fordham student-athletes. And I say to the staff, when you get up in the morning, if you can't wait to get here to work with Fordham student-athletes, if that doesn't, isn't happening, then you ought to do something else because life's too short to just be punching the clock. All right, David Roach, Fordham University's new athletic director. David, thank you for joining us here on One on One, and best of luck here at Fordham. No, thank you, and I look forward to working with all of you and doing great things here. All right, thank you very much again, David Roach, Fordham's new athletic director. Right now we're going to throw it to 